from Malifaux Ringside. It's Friday Night Bowdown. You know, instead of the wheel, you, you can just do a random list thingy. <laughs> Recording Roman Friday 109082133 It has warnings. The usual <gasps> like the usual Roman warnings. Yeah, I was looking at another, you know, no, window because I have to do that to hit the button. God damn the Roman, Roman warning. I can't fucking believe you. Awful. Disgusting. It's not true. I'm usually a pretty trustworthy guy. Ugh. That sounds fake. Eh. So, Toria, hmm. and I guess also Roman. Roman, have you always used Firefox to record? Yes. Think maybe we try different browsers if we ever see these issues again? Okay. Just to try. I just used whatever Squadcast opened in. Hmm. Ah, fair. Your default browser is set to Edge, then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sure is. It's Okay. It's it's okay. Microsoft is garbage. It it's all right. In many ways, yes. Still love you. <laughs> I so this was a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> so still, yeah, like we always say, fun is always king. <laughs> still, I think we just went forward in time or back in time. I'm not sure. <laughs> It's Welcome all relative. to the cold ending. <laughs> <laughs> if now, your episode on. of Scoundrels I... is cold, by the time you get to it, you should throw it in the microwave for 30 seconds to reheat and get it to prime yeah. heat. Yes, put your phone in the microwave. I've, I've, technically, <laughs> I've technically worked in IT for 15 years now. Weird flex, buddy. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure... Um, Someone would have killed me if I would be using using Edge or Internet Explorer. God, I forgot the previous version. Saying you're not an Edge Lord. No. I worked at Wells Fargo for seven years. Uh huh. The only thing we used was Explorer and then Edge. That explains so much. So. <laughs> that really does so, answer so, some questions. So what you're saying is Wells Fargo is evil. Um. What? I didn't think I needed to say that. Um, you heard it here first, folks, and definitely here first. Oh, yeah. Large <laughs> bank is bad. Yeah, this thing just sounds evil. This niche miniature game podcast yep. is definitely the first place that anyone has said that Wells Fargo was evil. Breaking yep. news! This just <laughs> in. Doug, stop! Stop breaking that news. We're gonna have to like glue it back together now, or maybe some duct tape. It's all over I, the floor. Come I on. Get broke my journalist news. crew? <laughs> I get my new news almost exclusively from a lady hiding on her desk, a man wielding a crowbar and a talking fish. Yep. I mean, seems like perfectly good <laughs> journalism to me. It actually, it actually, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> actually pretty good about reporting. <laughs> all right. Uh, enough talking about myself. We can start this episode if y'all are ready. Welcome to the not cold open because I didn't surprise anyone. There are no surprises yeah. here. There are no surprises. This is a non-fun podcast. We're we're meta only. Mm-hmm. Meta and rules. Starting focus. with that question, it's on the list. 
What? What? Is it is this not though we're covering everything we thought about every list oh, we God. saw at Nova and breaking it down model by model to decide what was good and who made wrong choices and hiring? I would rather cut off a finger. <laughs> the objectively correct list. It was me. I made all the wrong choices. <laughs> no, you left a few for me. It's fine. The uh, the mathematically fair. superior list. <laughs> Oh. Technically, if we're talking mathematically superior, that can only be EBS, correct? True. Yeah, technically. <laughs> Victoria, if you want to take your headphones off and walk the <laughs> 15 feet over to him and hit him upside the back of the head, I'm not going to tell anybody. I should have hit you with the cork. <laughs> You were close. The weird, you were real close with that shot. Let's get the weird foam hen duct tape to the camera <laughs> tripod in the shot. Leave my wig head alone. Don't make fun of my wig stand. I I'll I'll do do what I do what I want. I, wow, I'm already not words. <laughs> so Fresk is back. Anyway, welcome back to Friday Night Photon. Aha. Ah. Uh, the the warm open was in fact a fake cold open. <laughs> it was like just a hot pocket. It was still cold on the inside. <laughs> you bought it, you bit it, and that opening was still cold. <laughs> but it burnt your just... hands a little bit. You're very confused. <laughs> no, I remember drinking Fresca as a child and then it just sort of like not being a thing anymore and now now it's back anyways this is friday night photon a a podcast series from the from the your scoundrel friends where we just talk about random topics in a quick fire format and we strictly adhere to a 60 minute timer as everyone knows yep do you have a timer up (laughs) do you want to take a break to figure out how words work shush i'm fine Dang it, if I Google 60 minutes, it doesn't work. Did you skip the news? <laughs> I get the stupid news. The news no one... The news bo- I get the stupid boomer news. The boomer news. No, the boomer news is Fox News. Oh, my God. All right. So if y'all are brand new to this first off, don't. Go find something that's a little bit more coherent from us, please. Nah, jump right in. A, di- a different Friday night photo. Uh, perhaps a Malipo f- Malifo Port Authority. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? Unless you're, unless that's you're really quite a, that's, a, that's a sink or swim situation. Like That's that's <laughs> yeah. how you know someone's really going to stick around is if they, they go through if a couple of those. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm, here. Authority. I'm here for I it. Want, <laughs> Let's go. I want to have proof that at least for one person them coming into our shows cold either made them love Malifaux or have them completely quit the game entirely. <laughs> Preferably only- both of those into two different people. <laughs> I feel like if we pull the Discord, we're going to find at least the first one. The quit the game entirely is going to be hard to find because they're not going to be involved. Mm-hmm. We'd have to go to like a War Machine Discord or something. <laughs> Does War Machine even still exist? That's, really? It came crawling ish. It's it's crawling it's, along on its Mark IV or whatever. It, it's, it's like a pulling it's like itself a, out of a hole by the skin of its fingers. Yeah, that that war machine is down to like war half a droid. <laughs> war it's simple like it's, machine. It's a wedge. 
It's like a Walmart <laughs> shopping cart. It's functional. The one wheel, though, is real wiggly. But, but barely, and you would rather not touch it. If you had a choice. Uh. So, this is Friday Night Fun again. And before we actually get into the lovely topics... This is like the fourth time you've said this is Friday Night Photo. Third. Hey, Doug, what show is this? Steam Powered Scandals. Uh Uh-huh. What's the format? (laughs) Colon Friday Night Photo. There it is. Okay, thank you. (laughs) We need need another best laid plans, Roman. (laughs) For the topics... (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, patrons, talk about patrons. Them. Okay, yeah. Okay, so so like, Gen Con kind of messed us up. We're getting back <laughs> a into bit. a group. A little threw us off the loop. <laughs> More We're than usual. Back, in, back into the group, but also like part of it is like I haven't been a, been on the ball scheduling as much because of um, our. Mm? I could have sworn I saw your chair move. <laughs> Weird. Okay. All right, Doug's basement is haunted. Um, and speaking of being haunted, oh, uh, our first patron okay. for the night. Hold on, hold on. Galactus is here. God damn it, Doug! I was trying to move us forward. It was the cat. It was the cat. Okay. Okay. Cat ghosts. Ghosts. I'll accept a cat interruption. Um, but our first, yeah. Speaking of hauntings, our first person patron is Clay Purse, well known for haunting your local game store. All of them. He gets around. Yes. He is everywhere. Oh, does he have the Santa Claus powers? Yes. Oh, good to know. He, um, he, the uh, local neckbeard from your game store fell off of his roof, and then he put on his uh, his fedora and gained his be the neckbeard at your store powers. But he's using them for good. <laughs> did that come with the katana or no? Oh, it absolutely comes with the katana. Our next patron, speaking of yes, it came with the katana, is Tim Ball, who recently returned from a personal year-long odyssey, learning the correct, precise blend of chi and brilliance to be able to fight fire with his own hands. He will be partaking in the union boxing match against the fire golem next week. Best of luck. Does he know Toss in the Mud? Uh, I, I think give him a little time. He's he's dipped a toe into the bayou recently, but he needs to go deeper and really explore the uh, terrain down there, I think. Get real deep into that mud. Quick aside, I think it's adorable that Toss in the Mud is effectively the rolled-up newspaper against the Fire Golem. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. No. Anyways, our next patron is Kimberly Cooper. Yes, Kimberly Cooper. Fun fact about Kimberly Cooper. She is the inventor of the Monster Energy Drink Flavored Lube. Yes, Monster Fucker, coming to a store near you. The only lube with caffeine. Does that allow you to go all night long? (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're going all night long, you need to see your doctor, because that's usually at least over four hours. Can't wait for the new special edition Bayou upgrade, 12 bottles of lube. <laughs> no! <laughs> so that gives you diversion in slippery? I just, 
So someone's like smuggling lube into Malfo City on like a boat and some idiot like trips <laughs> over a lever and all of them get dumped into the river and like, no, my lube. Let's be clear. This isn't somebody. This is the Victorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sh- they're smuggling a- out not because lube is illegal, but because they're not allowed in Malfo City because they're mercenaries. Yes. Or I think it's specifically the the ad- additives of the lube, of the caffeine, and whatever else there may be in that shipment. Creatine or something? I don't know. Creatine. <laughs> Ginseng. Okay, but... <laughs> Vitamin B37. Okay, but Soulstone Lube. Oh, oh no. That's right. Do you want a hot a dick, Victoria? Maybe I do. Do you want Cooch Ghosts? Because that's how you get Cooch Ghosts. Maybe I want it to be possessed. Okay. What, you, want, you want the taint haint? <laughs> That one wins. Let's move on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Writing that down as a possible <laughs> name for the episode. <laughs> Speaking of names, our next patron also has a name. Wow. For him. That's a terrible segue. They're all terrible oh, segues. Oh, God. I would like to personally apologize to our next patron, Chris Gilboy, for the haunted vagina jokes. I understand it's a very personal and triggering topic for you. Uh, <laughs> that was that was bad. That was great. <laughs> I am legitimately sorry. Chris Gilboy. I made I made Doug walk away from <laughs> terrible this is off to an awful start as is a friday night phone Uh, down should be uh you know who receives no apologies and that's matt palea who owns who is actually the inventor of malifaux's first uh soulstone crusher for the purpose of um you know mixing into various materials stop (laughs) no no stop doing that <laughs> no. <laughs> Make me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna read this joke into the ground. I you just said that. And it'll be plenty lubed up, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whoops. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Roman, you're next. Moving right along. Our next patron, Maurice Robinson, uh, is still trying to figure out all of the changes he has recently gone through based on the last real-life errata that somehow uh, affected him in Meat Space here where we all are. At last count, he has gained the ability to leap tall buildings with a single bound. Landing safely is another question, uh, but luckily he's found a parachute. Uh, we will update you more on this as news occurs. They should give him Lem Skull. <laughs> what if we gave Maurice Robinson Nub Skull? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, we're just all callback jokes. Like, like a good 70% are, of the time. Yeah, we, we, we are about 70 to 75% callback uh, jokes at all times. I love a running gag. It's almost yep. like it's just a group of friends having fun that's tangentially related to Malifaux. It's almost like we made an entire episode talking about our callbacks and in-jokes. more callbacks. <laughs> yep. 
Victoria. Anyways, going back to Marco. Um, <laughs> Mike Entwistle is the next patron. Um, it's all your fault. All of it. You should be ashamed. Mike, what did you do? Class Swan Young. <clears throat> Probably likes Ludafisk. That seems like a safe assumption. Probably, yeah. I'm concerned. It's it is a preserved fish that is roughly gelatinous and <gasps> it has always been like a ahaha Ludafisk is gross joke for my boomer dad for forever. Mm. Got it. Well, he can't make the joke anymore. Haha, cuz he's dust. I shouldn't have been the one to make that joke. That's fine. You know, you know who else me- likes weirdly gelatinous fish, and that's Robert Singer. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, the actual cool thing about Robert Singer is he was the mastermind behind the uh, Gen Con card heist. Unfortunately, <gasps> he could not get um, proper goons who were smart enough to pull off the heist. And it was never about the money. It was about sending a message. Message received, Robert Singer. Message received. You gotta get better goons, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely get people who don't wear their own t-shirts for ice. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, is that? Yeah, they were wearing the t-shirts of the company they designed games for. Yep. Good job, guys. Oh. Very smart. Speaking of goons, our next patron. Michael Roper has recently been promoted from Goon Squad to Brute Squad, though he is not yet the entirety of the Brute Squad, but he is working towards it one day. Good job, buddy. Craig Chuba. Fun fact about Craig Chuba. You want to guess what this fun fact is about? No, you can't. You can't possibly guess what this fun fact is about. Craig Chuba is considered an invasive species in most of South America. Hmm. Never give him tequila. (laughs) What if it's really tasty? Okay, fair. If it's really tasting, I'm sure we'll be fine. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. I I I parsed that as Craig Chuba being really tasty. Yes. I mean. Oh, okay. That was already <laughs> established. <laughs> Speaking of tasty things, our next patron will send you most of a cake through Amazon. <laughs> Beatrix uh, Reigns. Um, you are absolutely savage. Ivy was right about you. And we love you for it. <laughs> An absolute power move. Secret mail cake. Secret mail cake. It is really disconcerting to receive an envelope that just has a box of cake mix in it on your front porch. <laughs> it's like a very, very vague mafia threat. I'm going to bake you a cake if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know who else has cake? And that's Philip Travis. Who uses that uh, that muscle, that raw mass, to leap ten times his height in a single jump. And he can land safely. That one is confirmed. I mean, to be fair, he's only five inches tall, so it's more yeah. of a flea thing. Yeah, he's, he's an absurdly large flea, but a really cool one. <laughs> With a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's on the list. <laughs> Presumably he does a lot of shopping at flea markets. Uh, uh, no, see, no. flea markets are a conspiracy all owned by Philip Travis. Ah. You're, you're already in the secret, the secret second box, Roman. Like, 
I'm trying for a third. <laughs> we have to go deeper. We're up to Victoria. <laughs> um, mm. Our next patron is our favorite UK listener, Joe Hadfield. <laughs> Mike, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to say sorry, Chris, but you know, yeah, you're, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Chris understands, I'm sure. <laughs> Chris understands. Oh, okay. I don't know if he had more or not. Sorry. Oh, no, that was it. Hazel Martin. We've got another fun fact. You ready? You excited? You excited? Yeah, I can see the anticipation in all your eyes. Hazel Martin. Fun fact about Hazel Martin. I witnessed them do this in person. It was amazing. It was horrifying. They clip off all of their bits off of the sprue using their teeth. Wow. Yeah. That's a choice. I'm impressed, honestly. Surprisingly enough, you don't lose any bits if they're in your mouth. That's true. Well, there's one way. Yeah, I was gonna... (laughs) Y'all know beard, no! (laughs) (laughs) Crunch. That one's going in the lungs. (laughs) (laughs) They're just dissecting you for a... For an autopsy, and they're like, what is this in their lungs? Doc, I need you to get this beard. <laughs> He'll look weird without it. Uh, you know, it's been long enough, and there's a new Jan Low box. Do you think people get that? There's like a uh, whole generation of Malifaux players who probably don't understand that joke. We don't ever stop talking about it, so yeah. That's true. I think, yeah, I think the joke is cemented firmly in Malifaux history. In the lore. Yeah. Next up, hi, DZ, it's me again. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you're stuck with me again. As it turns out, there's not an even number of patrons, so lucky you. Uh, we love you. You're the best app programmer this side of wherever in the country. Please check yes. on BogBot when you get a second. <laughs> He's sick. If you, have, if you have a chance in your very busy day. What with your child and such? What with the child and your day job and programming your app and doing all your personal projects? We're all sending you hugs. Nate. Yes. Next up is Chase Ferrario, who has extremely long fingers for grabbing termites out of their nest to feed their high metabolism. How How many termites does it go through in a day? Oh, you don't want to know. It is, oh, it is so many termites. termites Single-handedly bear. could save an entire, like, an entire, like, uh, subdivision of homes. Impressive. Termites chase is an outlier and should have never been counted. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> he shares a cave with spiders Georg, of all things. <laughs> I think Roman got that. Okay, tell him the joke. Roman's oh, unfamiliar have, with the joke. Roman's not familiar with Spider's I, Game? Yeah, I, I don't... It is a meme. It's a joke about false statistics. Oh, no. And, like, um, statistical outliers. So, the original post. Average person eats three spiders a year, in factoid. Actually, just statistical error. Average person eats zero spiders per year. Spires, spiders Georg, who lives in a cave and eats over 10,000 each day, is an outlier and should not have been counted. <laughs> okay I get Fair it enough. there we go yep. that's good uh, speak, speaking of outliers who should not have been counted uh, that does not apply to James Hahn who is practically normal 
in every way scientifically possibly to measure that we found so far, but they're still looking. They will find it, James. They will find it. Something's weird with you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's just so normal that it's weird. Honestly, possibly. The perfect specimen. Mm Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Vic? Yep. Our next patron is John Haas. I'm not doing the thing. You're welcome. (laughs) John Haas has recently returned to his physical body after being a cloud of mist for over a year. Welcome back. Welcome back, John. We're happy to have you back. We've missed you. Eli Greason is not here, so I get to talk about him instead of himself. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to give us a sad (laughs) fact about Eli. Who loves sad fact Eli Corner? I do. Sad fact about Eli. Eli Greason is the first person in the world to play through all of Baldur's Gate 3 without romancing any of the characters. Okay. Hell yeah. Celibacy speed run, Baldur's Gate 3. (laughs) (laughs) Celibacy percent. Any percent celibacy. Okay. Last one. Last one. Last one. Yes, indeed. Last but not least, we have Craig Shipman, who has recently told me privately in a way that I absolutely probably should not tell publicly, but none of you are going to say anything. Uh, he has figured out the means to human clone people for one specific reason, so that he can run even more RPGs all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like wants, his his whole goal is to eventually run RPGs so that everyone in the world can be playing one all at once, and we will have world peace. A noble cause, yeah. mm-hmm. commendable. I'm gonna kidnap one so I can at least start playing in his games again. You hear me, Craig? <laughs> I'm coming for you. Start Doug's Star Wars game again. He's going crazy. <laughs> oh fuck! We need to schedule that with Rob. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Yep. World needs more gal. Okay, we're done with the list. Finally, it only took us an hour. Admittedly, 20 it like minutes. Took- half, half an hour, according half to my hour. timer. Oh, important question, uh, Doug. Yeah. Have you randomly selected a uh, favorite character or faction oh, for yes. this, this particular Friday Night Fodown? No, Spin I that wheel. Blech, I was looking through the questions, and I was like, ah, yes. Doug's favorite character. Who could that be? <laughs> no. And we're back with more Friday. Well, the start of Friday Night Phone on technically, but anyways, I've got sixty minutes on the clock. Um, take it. Who who did your favorite for tonight end up being? It's a secret. Oh, okay. We'll find out soon. Hitting the clock now. Go, go, Nate. Start All us right. off. So, uh, my question for to start us off with the first round is. What is your favorite master or character's catchphrase? And I'm going to go with uh, with Wong for tonight, because Wong, Wong is, is surely one of my favorite characters. He truly is. And you would think it would involve his name, like, oh, you made the Wong choice, or, you know, Ugh. that was the Wong thing. to. No, no, no. It's just, oh, man, you died. <laughs> <laughs> Very by you. I like it. I feel I feel like Wong's the type to like try to think of a quick one liner uh, and uh yeah yeah you shocking I hate uh, it Vic, Vic, that's perfect 
Oh, I'm next. You're next. Okay. I'm next. Okay. Who's your favorite uh, master dog? Who's your I've favorite got, master dog? I'm just gonna tell you the catchphrase, the more the joke catchphrase than the one that's <laughs> you know, that's not even that's just terrifying. Anyways, I got two. First one, get boned. <laughs> it's Yenza, isn't it? It's Yenza. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Very good. Uh, the the slightly creeper one. Do you know how much pain the human body can suffer when it can't die? Uh. Oh, oh! I would have no. thought it was. Uh, you want a Werther's original? <laughs> it's literally an original. <laughs> Why is everyone fighting around me? Stop! It's pointless. You're just going to get tired and sad. All right now, I need to Google when Werther's originals were created. <laughs> <laughs> 35,008 at uh, BC. Wow, okay. Wow. Wow. Ah. Original, original. The advertisement in cuneiform. All right, Victoria. Um, so everyone knows my favorite master. Um, it is it is Molly. It Yay! will always be Molly. No one will ever take her place. Uh, her catchphrase, why can't we be friends? That's a good one. I'm just when imagining I was the parade going to that song. <laughs> a young girl. Yep. Not that song, but also My that father. Part. By the way, again, amazing costume for, for nice cosplay for Gen Con. That was still really fucking good. Thank you. Yes. You're my husband, so you have to say nice things. Sadly, no, I don't. There's plenty of garbage husbands out there to prove you wrong. Anyways, Roman. So I'm going to go for this question, at least, uh, by the favorite master I've most recently played, which is Brewmaster. And based on the last game I played with him, his catchphrase should be, don't step in a a pit trap, kids. Don't do it. Oh, no. (laughs) It was a bad time. Uh, The game was the game was hilarious and fun. Brewy had a bad time. (laughs) Shout out to Jesse Ellis of Boring Conversation. Yep. (laughs) All right. Um, we can. Do you want to pick a second master, folks? Yeah, sure. Ah, uh, man. Let's see. We're gonna go with Somer. And Somer, Somer rolls up. You know, pulls out the boomer, points at it, and he says, "Your hat. Give it to me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm just picturing him. What was it? I don't remember which one it was, but with the with the. Star glasses he stole from the stripper. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's the third one. That's, that's three. three. Okay. <sighs> like, yeah, I I you know he would you know Summer would rock. Summer Sunglasses. <laughs> Alright, back to me. Um oh man, do I have any other master I like besides the headset? Little Justin? <laughs> <laughs> What's little Justin's catchphrase? <laughs> oh god no i think that needs to be a group thing because i i i ugh, ugh, justin mm, the pause <laughs> uh ironsides i feel like if you didn't know i like ironsides um i feel like she's just really bad at the whole catchphrase thing <laughs> it's like yeah fuck you like she's got she's got it <laughs> planned out and prepped and she's been practicing it in front of the mirror and then when it comes to fight time just like f- get fucked Tony and Wong having a bad catchphrase off <laughs> yep. 
dispersing enough is enough to piss people off and send them after, which never works out well for them. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Vic, Vic, second, second favorite. Um, I feel like, uh, like, you can't do Seamus because he already has a catchphrase. Oh, does he? Hello, love. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Um, who's your third? Let's go, let's go, Kirai, because why not? Uh, get mad and get even. Nice. I like that. See, I. I thought of Kirai, and the first thing I thought of was like a Kirio is like mauling someone to death, and she just goes, "That's the spirit." Nice. I went back back to the haunted cooch joke, so good job on me for not (laughs) keeping to my level. (laughs) One bad night with the Vix. Roman, anchor us. Yeah, going back to the favorite I played most recently, previous to Brewie, we're going to Ivan. And he also kind of has one, but I feel like he's been workshopping it. So now, whenever somebody uses bad language around him, he says, really, I mustache you to ask to follow my number one rule. And while they're groaning, Mordrick just comes up behind them and does weird shadowy things to their ears. Like wet willies, but dark and creepy. Shadow willies. Right? No, don't say that <laughs> phrase ever again. Erase it from your memory banks. Those are not words you put together ever again, Nate. Moving on to my topic. I've said worse. Absolutely. That's not a good thing. I've said worse <laughs> tonight. Still not a good thing. Okay, my pick. Let's go with a more recent one just because I heard thought of it. So... You have to pick a tyrant to serve. You yourself, Doug, Vic, Roman, Nate. You got to pick one of the tyrants to be to be a supplicant of, to bow down and let them infest your body and be an avatar for. I don't know, just be a goon. Which one and why? I am going to go with the most obvious one, and that is witness. Anyone that sees Damien one and his glow up into Damien (laughs) two, body by witness. Anyone. That's fair. That's I, true, I respect but that. If you're if you're just if you're just a goon, I feel like you more end up on the low hith uh going back to Marco spectrum. So it's a dangerous balance. Look, I'm okay with Doug going back to Marco. What about okay, low so hith? Any, anyone that is not a soulstone gammon golem thing is fucking hot in that keyword. Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. Including the old lady. Oh yeah, Fred, there's an old lady. <laughs> Look, she's got spirit. She got sp oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you wanna finish that statement, Doug? Absolutely not. You wanna I wanna finish would've... that sentence. I'd rather cut wanna... off another finger. <laughs> <laughs> Second finger tonight, folks. It's okay. <laughs> you don't need well, all ten. I don't need all no. Vickery. Um Obliteration, because I just want to be obliterated. Mm, reasonable. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything. Nope. I'm going to say anything. What? <laughs> no, nothing. Are you no. thinking something? Nope. No. Share your thoughts with the rest of the class. Are you saying you, t- you could take obliteration? I could take obliteration. In a fight, right? <laughs> In a fight, right? <laughs> God, I love that joke. Okay. <laughs> Roman! 
Mm, well, after almost no consideration, I, I feel <laughs> like, hmm, I think I'd go for Nameless just to be, then I would find the fuck out what the hell's going on with Nameless. <laughs> you just want to confirm if it's uh, Gretchen, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gonna that find out you in actu- Explore Society, so easy peasy. Yeah, that works. Gonna find out it's actually Lil Justin. Ah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, sneaky Disgusting. little Justin. It's little Justin's gun. <laughs> <laughs> you good there, Doug? Yeah, no, I'm I'm just thinking, like, I despise... I, w- I want to hate little Justin more than I do Seamus, and I feel like they just should swap totems. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Like victim, like victims aren't the most. Are, like that would be relatively fitting for Seamus, and then I can hate <laughs> Justin for for actually having Lil Justin. Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing! Yeah, because then then Seamus could have like basically free corpses. Anyways, um, Black Dragon. Those. Next question. Yep. <laughs> I want to go another round. What are you talking about? I, you gotta go I, with Black Dragon because you you know you love your bayous, and that's the only thing you can get in bayous. Do I do I need to say anything else? I'm beyond just the fact that it's Bayou. She is a like badass swamp witch. Hell yes, let's go. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Assuming that the black dragon in the swamp is in fact the second half of the dragon, which has been unconfirmed by Weird, but we all know. Yeah. We all know. We all know. We all know. All right, second time around, I just want like to point out that uh, has the Gorgon done anything that terrible? Not particularly. Not yet. Yeah, okay. hang on with the Gorgon. Alive. Maybe she's cute. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty bad. But maybe they'll, <laughs> maybe she'll keep me alive. Maybe I'll be the toxic ex-boyfriend now, Oof. or something. I don't, I don't know. You wanna, you wanna be my ex? No, ex-boyfriend. We. Can, I'm married to you, so I can't be your ex-boyfriend. Technically, you are her ex-boyfriend. You are no longer her boyfriend. You are her oh, husband. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that logic. Ew. Move on. So, <laughs> Victoria. Do you have a second? Oh, do you have a second one? Um, I have a suggestion I, for you. I can't feel any worse, so let's go with despair. There it is. Oof. I mean, <laughs> at least you can is- turn it on others. <laughs> no, nope. I completely forgot about the existence of fortune. Well, shit. Yeah, Damn you it. also get to loop in fortune if you're serving despair. True. Yep. Fortune is in the same was, box. I They're was, roommates. Oh my god, god they, they were, were roommates. roommates. <laughs> I have a, a different suggestion for you. Hopefully this is not taking oh. Roman donates. But I think you would enjoy December. Because then you can literally eat the patriarchy. Ooh. I would enjoy a good billionaire. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, starting, starting to... Yeah. All right, let's go December. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I do like me some cold weather. And there's some serious revenge to go there, and revenge is a dish best served cold, much like billionaire. Is revenge gazpacho? Possibly. I'm going to say it's gazpacho. It's fun that way. I like yeah, saying that's, gazpacho. That's cool. Nate. Wait, no, Roman. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked up with this order already. Yeah, that works. Uh, I'm going to go with Black Dragon because I specifically didn't choose it round one because I knew Nate was going <laughs> to. <laughs> and you know, teaching. Teaching Bayou's the uh, the necromancy spiritual ways sounds fun, so let's do that. Let's do it. Let's get all voodoo up in here in a non-Zoretta fashion. Yes. 
Yes. I'm going to get a top hat and put bones around the, the band. Ooh. Nice. Hot. Now I, have to, now I have to choose like a plot-relevant character. I mean, technically, no, Namus still is not plot-relevant. Re- or you could go with Meridian, who's also not pr- plot-relevant. Yeah. Well, she's relevant to a different plot. Yeah, but not is this she, plot. The Gibbering Hordes are just kind of doing their own thing. I thought part of their crazy is the fact that they were separated from Meridian. Yeah. Meridian's just under the water right now. Chilling. Permanent beach Sorry, episode. Sorry, making, making a trade for my dinner. Anyways. Under uh, the sea. Under the sea. Hi. Who's left? Who, who am I not thinking of? Are you saying Meridian's a Jamaican crab? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not not saying that. I like this headcanon. Um, who am I not thinking of tyrant-wise? Shirufe, Nameless, Dragon, Other Dragon, December, Obliteration, Witness, um, Despair, Fortune, Despair, Nightmare. Despair, Fortune, Nightmare, thank you. Going well. Witness? You know what? I feel like, I feel like Chompy's fun to, fun to work under. Chompy seems like a fun boss, and he gets some weird powers. <laughs> yeah. Plus, Eli's not here for Chompy reps, so yeah, I'm, I'll work for Chompy. If I, if I can't get Black Dragon, if, if she doesn't accept my application, I will I will, I will work for, for Lord Chunky Bits. It's application, application. Good. Yep. Cool. All right, Victoria, your topic now. Oh, Zoom it right along. Except I haven't even looked at the topics. Hang on. Uh, let's do this one. April Fools, what's the latest with the meta? Wrong answers only. Well, this ought to be good. Oh, all right. Hit us up. What's up with the meta? So the newest Duel Master uh, list that's going around, like, on fire, the Vixen Terra. <laughs> nice. I like it. The Yurt Special. The Yurt <laughs> Special. <laughs> Where do you think they go when they're buried? Just yep. saying. Are you telling me that the Yurt is the void? All the roads void, lead to the Yurt. The yurt. <laughs> all right roman Roman. what what hot meta news do you have for us breaking news steam arachnids breaking the game too good please nerf this is non non swarm arachnids correct correct individual three stone arachnids beautiful Nate. 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 Um, well, the only, uh, the only playable, uh, Bayou list currently, uh, involves hiring the Pigapult and all eight Bayou Gremlins and just really going to town on those guys. (laughs) I feel like they're having a good time. (laughs) Absolutely. It's a regular party. Briefly. (laughs) It is called Bayou Space Program. Ah, perfect. (laughs) You can hire Vernon and Wells just in this one particular <laughs> list. That's a through the breach reference. I get that reference. Really, we need Voyage to the Moon, but we need a sequel just like Northern Aggression and Northern Sedition, where it's the Bayou now makes their attempt to go to the moons. It's perfect. All right. It's oh, just it's me. the combination of a Pigapult and a jetpack. It's, d- yes. Pigapult plus Maris. Yeah, what happens space. if you launch Maris? Can she get to <laughs> one of the moons? Answer, maybe. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maris LaCroix, and welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
I like how it was just vague enough to say wrong answers only, so I can say something that will make me laugh, but also make me extremely angry. So, after the horrifying nerf to Damien, the Arcanists, the Arcanists were in disarray, but a new master has finally come out on top. Yes, folks, the top of the meta, and all of Malvo, and not just Arcanist, is English Raven. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That is a very wrong answer. Love it. <laughs> now I'm mad. <laughs> Your topic, you want if you want to go another round, you can, Vic. No, I'm uh nah. Cool. Roaring. That brings it to me. And I'm gonna go with another recent one. Turn a keyword into a children's cartoon. Oh Lord. This is gonna be fun and probably horrible. So I had a couple ideas go through my head on this one. And I had to ask myself, do I want the like actual good show that I would watch the heck out of or the one that I would look at and go, how is this a kid show? Oh, it's on Adult Swim. We're cool. Um, <laughs> That's not a kid show. It's like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, it's the one that like the jokes are all there, but the kids aren't getting it. But the parents are and they're going, oh, my God, how are you watching this? And the kids are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because kids are weird. Exactly. And and for that answer, which is the one I'm going to go with for right now, uh, we are going to go with Tri-Chi. The difference is, in this show, Brewmaster is not brewing up alcohol. He has, in fact... He gets the four kids treatment! <laughs> yeah, essentially. He, he gets the four kids treatment, and instead of him coming in to deliver the booze. He has the whiskey golem break into the wall of whatever issue uh, is going on today with a hearty. Oh yeah. So this we one literally of those, like, turn... advertising shows. Exactly. Exactly. This show is 100% made for Just a Kool-Aid the... ad. Yeah. It, it, no, it's a Kool-Aid no, ad. It is Kool-Aid. made 100% for. Yep. Brew made. Brew made. I love it. Yes. I hate myself right now. No, that's that's Good. perfect. I love it's it. okay. We love yeah, you. This show is 100% made for the action figures and the selling of the actual drink, which probably comes in like the 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 like squeezy bottles. I, I feel like yes, yeah, a little the, uh, yeah. golem shaped squeezy bottles. Golem with with a hose. Ooh, oh, with the hose. Yes. So you can funnel it. I can't yeah, wait. You, you, for can, a- you can funnel it, and I I feel like the other the other trick is in the show. Eventually, this is like season three or something. They do a, a crossover where you have some of the people learn how to go super fast as a liquid and you slip in the old Capri Sun commercials where they just turn into like metallic, liquid. almost mercury looking liquid just those flying through space. Weird. Oh! Right? Question those. Why Marco is a Capri Sun confirmed. He's a Capri Sun. <laughs> All right. And now I'm painting Marco. There I've you got go. Chrome paint. I can do this. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Nate, you're up. Cartoon of fire. All right. right. Okay. So I'm going to go a little off book here, Um, but I have a fairly interesting and topical concept. So Charles Hoffman, and he's going to team up with, uh, with Wong and his um, Wong's particular brand of crazy. And also his notable uh, force of uh, taxidermists to make a, um, you know, a lovely, a lovely dining venue. Um, pizza is often served, and there is the entertainment of you no know, <laughs> robots with uh, stop talking. Stop. 
And that's see the problem is when Leviticus shows up. Oh no, no there it is. Stop. <laughs> and uh, is Leviticus suddenly, the purple man? <laughs> suddenly the constructs go a little rogue for some reason. <laughs> and you have five nights at Hoffman's. God damn it. No. <laughs> purple guy Leviticus confirmed. Purple guy Leviticus confirmed. Whew. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> William Afton, you mean Leviticus? Show, but, that's, uh, but that's what I got to. <laughs> okay. Uh, Slate Ridge Freddy is a real hit. <laughs> Alright, so are we going to do a second round? Because I got two answers. I'm trying to oh, say no, which one. We absolutely it. are on this one. Okay. Uh, first off, let's go with everyone knows my favorite master is yet. <laughs> And this is actually, I'm, I'm cheating already because there's, there's two ways we can go about this. One, it is literally just Yedza sitting down with a bunch of like puppet, puppet. This is basically, uh, oh fuck, what was the show? Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop, thank you. But mostly she's just going over like fairy tales, but like the uncensored Brothers Grimm version. Cause you never knew like to censor for the modern time. So it's just really fucking brutal. And it's this, very first it's person, Malifo. almost like she was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Malvo. But, like, you know, it's still recreated with puppets, so it's it's all good. The other one, and this is to rival the crew that, the, the theme I did for another particular crew, I think, Yedza and Mikhail, and um, well, a couple other characters. I'm trying to decide what were the other named characters in Saker. I should know this, because these are my favorite. Uh, Sophie. Christmas tree. Thank you. Chris, Chris Christmas tree. <laughs> Who else is named the Dam? The Kurgan. The Kurgan. Right. We all hop on top of uh, of Sophie and go solve crimes that are actually that are supposedly like hauntings, but actually just like rich guys trying to get rich. What you would love to see a Scooby Doo Yedza crossover mashup type thing? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Better than Nelly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Vic. Um, I was thinking, like, PBS-style kids' cartoon, where it's, you know, educational, technically. Gross. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your opinion, Nate. Uh, we'll go with, like, Molly and her forgotten friends, and it's about the power of found family. I love that. What's up? I thought you were going to do, like, a Marcus Zabumafu <laughs> joke. <laughs> That would be fantastic. I would watch that. No, nah, that's more wild crits. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, yep. you know, they transform into the animals. Oh, they trans... Yes, because yeah. they're like a billion they years have, old. They have you can do the, Miss, um, Miss Molly's Neighborhood. There it um, is. They have those like high-tech suits that give them characteristics of the animals. And I wild crits. We, we should probably specify that the crap brother... Because we're old. Let's play man. The crap brothers used to have like a live-action show, like Zabumafu and... Pre- like yeah. I don't know before that or after that, which is like animals and stuff. But now they're super old, so it is animated. And, and they it's like called the Wild Crats. Yeah, and they get like animal powers because they got super suits. Hell yeah! Okay, Rum. Second second round. So my original second round answer was almost what Doug said, of, <laughs> except it's it's not uh, lamb chop puppet style. It is more. I'm, I'm thinking like gargoyles animation uh, of the Seeker crew going through history and like finding and and partaking in important either mythological or like uh not really historical but like uh um fuck what's the word 
like Paul Bunyan. Oh, like um, folklore. Oh, tales. Folklore. That's the word. Thank you. Like either mythological or folklore like stories and going through them as they were there. Uh, and then you kind of see how it turned into the story that we all know. Kind of like describing hard mode Doctor Who. Yeah, kind of. Sophie is the Sophie's the tent on Sophie's back is the TARDIS. It's fine. The bone rattling sounds exactly like the TARDIS noise. <laughs> I love it. I want it. Yeah, it's good. I would watch it. Note. Ah, yes. Okay. Um, so instead of Mickey Mouse's House of Mouse, uh, Benny Wilcom's House of Rats. Fuck. Nice. Might might have paused the timer for a little bit. Whoops. What? That's fine. <laughs> oh, well, no. What are the rules? <laughs> Fuck the rules. That's your rat. podcast. You make the rules. It's our podcast, comrade. That was the throwback, but okay. <laughs> it is. I know. Ooh, I should put my will. I should leave the podcast, specifically ownership of the podcast, to Eli. Oh, hell yeah. Because <laughs> he's oh, not boy. here. I want to see, like, as a ghost, I want to see his expression when he finds out he's got to manage this thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, where are we up to? Second second time around? Nate? Up to, to you then, sir. Oh, me. Okay. Yep. Um, This one's super quick and super easy. Literally one change needs to happen. You already have yourself a cartoon. This is the Cavalier keyword and just change all the explosions and gunfire to lasers. This is G.I. Joe. It's literally yep. G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, G.I. G.I. Uh, foe. G.I. G. G. foe. This guy. Yeah, that's and, of course, and, and of course, in that show, friend or foe jokes abound. Uh, I guess that, that, then we need to like give all of the minions really dumb nicknames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a nightmare thing. box. Shit, it does. That sounds like a good <laughs> nightmare box. Actually. Uh, Vic. Vic. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's me. So, like, a Goosebumps style scary story telling thing, it's hosted by Castor. Ooh. Like, like shrinky Castor, because yeah. he's, he's the crypt the creepy keeper. one. Yeah. Crypt keeper. Yeah, I like that. That's good. You know, you know who else would fill that role really well? Even better, almost? Gwil. Ooh, Gwil, yeah. Nugget, little Nugget Man. <laughs> nugget mm-hmm. Man. Covered in moss. <laughs> leave just... leave, leave the Nugget alone. I love him, he's just... cute. Take a a note from my accidentally Nesquik shoujo and do just a chicken nugget, Gwil. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like a deep fried chicken nugget, that's it. <laughs> just deep fry your Gwil. It sounds like you're going to get poison fumes, if, I, yeah. if I'm being honest. Really Probably. depends on what the mushrooms are growing out of his back. Let's start back over, back into the top, oh, right? Oh shit! That's not oh, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, I guess Doug wants me to just go ahead then. Um, so uh, this will be a fun one. Um, you're seated across a new opponent at a tournament or just a game day. What is the first thing they say that is a huge red flag that they won't fit into the Malifaux community? My answer <laughs> for this is, of course. No, I've never heard of steam-powered scoundrels. Doesn't sound like I like it very much, especially the port authorities. Oof. Right? Get out of here. Leave my store. We're kicking you out. You don't belong here. Not That's allowed. Good. That's real good. You're you're next in the order, hon. Um, let's see. One sec. I'm definitely not 
looking something up real quick. Oh, oh no. no. Can oh, you no. Sk- can you oh, skip, no. skip me? I'll I be, guess I'll go just- on. Sure, I'll, I'll go. Let I'm, Doug cook. Uh, Milady. Oof. Oh, hell yeah. You know what? If they say that to me, <laughs> that's, a, that's a green flag. We're in. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get you. I get you, person. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is just off the top of my head. I'm not huh? quoting something. Oh, no. Completely random. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand why the quality of the sculpts went down so much in the transition from 2E to 3E. Many female models were hit with the ugly stick. The entire design style was changed for many characters, and plenty of characters have gangly necks and disproportionate limbs. It's like Weird fired their entire design team between editions. And then if I call them out on this, they'll say something along the lines of, yes, critiquing the decrease in quality of models makes you a creep. Stop rejecting. And once I respond to that, they say, and why are you so sex negative? Do strong, empowered women frighten you? (laughs) Presumably while you have Tony on the table. (laughs) You've deployed in everything. No context. No context. That's, That's my submission. It's good. Oh my it's god, good. Roman, back to you. I'm going to try this brevity thing uh, that is <laughs> apparently sweeping the nation. They they look at me and they say, "I just don't understand who likes these gremlin guys." Ooh, wrong, incorrect. Uh huh. Bad. Most relevant faction. Confirmed to be perfectly balanced. Uh huh. By an unknown source. Okay. Uh. So, do you want to do a second round or are you good? I think we're good on that one. <laughs> okay. Up to me. Um, I'm considering just like coming up with a topic. Uh, um, it's your show. I'll, it's I'll your ask. Show. I'm going to do this off the top of my head because of recent news. So at Nova, we notice that there's a lot of new models coming out and they're either versatile or dual keyword with mm, keywords in the same faction as far as that we've seen. Going off of that rule come up with a new model in your favorite faction that is dual keyword and what is that model and i just realized i put myself right in a fucking corner because i gotta come up with something that's seeker yep what the hell is even is seeker's theme jesus christ oh no being undead Um, but not quite being undead soft undead unless you're unless you're tannenbaum or uh (laughs) or mickey huh Uh, It could have been Mikael's House of Mouse. (laughs) I honestly might need some help with this, or just, like, cut the gag and go with a a faction I'm a lot more comfortable with. What do you pair Seeker up with in Explorers? Honestly, what I would do is I would go... Essentially, a lot of their stuff... It's all Enforcers, so you kind of have individual characters make a character that would fit into one of the other ones and just, they are a notable person in history or folklore. Okay. So no, I've, I've got something and I'm, I don't, I know the keyword I want to pair it up with out of all the keywords in the Explorer society. I feel like he has a, has a very obvious one that she would get along with. And that's frontier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That yeah. makes sense. Given the lore. What, what do we do with frontier? Unless we, Oh no, that was the Dan, wasn't ooh, it? In the, ooh, in the first ooh, ep- ooh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, set please. my brain off. Ooh, uh, in yeah. in the in the From Nightmares book, the uh, the advanced pursuit for the primordial is like a dust elemental. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that, that is like 
that is that our, rides the line nicely. Yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because <laughs> I think, yeah, no, we'll, we'll go with that. I was just like, I think I, like a model that re- just counts as a dust marker. Yeah, it's just a tornado. Yeah, it's just a kind dirt, of, tor- dirt tornado. Dirt tornado man with like bones and no, no, that's ashes and dust. Actually, I completely oh, yeah. forgot that existed. Ashes and dust <laughs> is basically a dirt tornado. Has Second anyone dirt seen tornado on the table in any recent? I haven't played against Levy in a while, so no. Oh my I'm, god, I've okay. seen it so, previously. This edition, yeah. So okay, the dust demon. We're gonna call it that, or Carl. 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 Yeah. Carl. <laughs> Give him a Maurice-like name. Yep. It's Carl. Okay, They're that's on, good. Thank hang you. Hang on, Nate. he has either a, a a an ability or a bonus action that's called. But Carl, that kills people. That's that's what we do. Is we do another <laughs> do another global campaign, but the winner just gets their name slapped onto the Dust Devil. <laughs> that's fantastic. I would I would hurt people physically to win that. <laughs> Just a card that says Doug. It's Doug. It's Doug. I'm gonna send Doug after you. The good thing is if you and Doug and Doug all get involved, that's three extra that's three Dougs who could win this thing. The Doug Fecta. Then it's it a fucking matter. millionaire base. We just call it Doug B. Or if I win, I I'm I am not like, let's be honest. If I win this thing and I don't get to, like, specify any keyword or sort of thing, you know, Weird is definitely going to do, like, a witch hunter journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Just Ooh. to make me sad. Anyways, Vickery. Um, so I'm thinking Forgotten or Rami. Nice. Surprisingly nice. uncharted territory at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking, like ghost that haunts a forgotten ruin somewhere, and she can just call her the Grey Lady. Ooh, nice. Uh, I? So, it's a minion. It is the vengeful spirit of a woman that has been wronged by a man in her life, and we'll call them man-eaters. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Harken back to the Grey Lady? Yeah. One of the best stories in my life. The Grey Lord. Bonus Grey points. Lord. Grey Lord. Sorry, Grey Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Bonus points if their sculpts look like vaguely ghosty versions of the bells. Yee. Um, and they're going to be packaged with another model. Um, and it is a, a a guy who smuggles corpses. Um, for the resurrectionists. Um, and it's a it's a business kind of like the White Rabbit coat. So he's he's kind of like a grave digger, but an enforcer. Um, and he hides the corpses under a pile of oats. Uh, his name is Hall and Oats. <laughs> there it is. I'm so proud of you. Alternatively, a named character that is Yurami and Forgotten, and we will call her Lizzie Bourbon. <laughs> Fair enough. It's so much easier than Seeker. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, uh, Roman. Yeah, Roman. Cool. So, no bias at all here. None whatsoever. Uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we are going to take a keyword that has a lot of mobility and needs some staying power and combine it with a keyword that has a lot of staying power and needs some mobility. And bonus points, I really want to see this like interaction in the fluff somewhere. MNSU Performer. 
you could go a lot of different places with that. You could make them like a union speechwriter slash like playwright. That would be really cool. You could, and, and they're just, they're, they're part of the union. They got to like go through all of the, they were in the mines at one point. So they're, they're buff as hell. You could make the, their bespoke version of unionized essentially work off of models that also have manipulative. That would be wicked as hell. I'm getting more in the, the weeds here with rules than I was planning to, but uh, yeah, go for it, Doug. Okay, these are specifically the people that would lead the miners mm-hmm. in song, mm-hmm. a la the chain gangs of old. Mm-hmm. We call them song callers. Ooh, I love that. Love that. Love yes. It. I got to come up with something that's not ominous. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, yes. All right. Um, so I'm thinking uh, I'm going to combine uh, kin and pig. And I'm thinking, you know, I've got this idea for a, a bigger, another like kind of enforcer-sized pig. We'll call her Tracy, and we're going to give her a Gatling gun. We're going to have a LaCroix on the back <sighs> mounting this Gatling gun on the top of this pig. Yes. It is as the prophets foretold. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. It'll be like 11 stones. Um, It'll basically be a rider. <laughs> you, you really do need a rider, though, right? Yeah. That's perfect. Do we, though? Eh, I can live without one. But, but Nate, if you had a rider, you could put a trench coat on it. <laughs> Why, though? Why not? I guess they would have ride with me, and then they'd have disguise. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Okay. Um... Trying to think of another faction we haven't done because I, I held Roman with MNSU, so I'm not going to go with Arcness. I'm going to go with Thunders, actually. Um, and this is going to be Kian Gong Wastrel, and they're going to be Lushes. Ooh. Some, like, actually decent chaff for Yoko and, like, uh, Ruffians, but good for <laughs> McCabe. With like a bit of poison play to sort of help with Yoke um Shoujo's use in uh King Gong. I like that. Yeah. And the the poison play can also work with the uh corpse curator in Wastrel. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Wow, I just stumbled into that. Hooray. Like yeah. a lush. <laughs> um, Vic, if you have something cool, if not, that's also cool. I mean, we could always forgotten and returned and just Throw the noxious nephilim in there. Interesting. Yeah. Forgotten. And it can be a triple keyword. (laughs) Hell yeah, let's go. How about, like, we we only see nephilim as in, like, their current state. What if there is, they do actually find the corpse of, like, an in-between, like, not quite original nephilim, not quite current nephilim, like a primordial nephilim? The missing link, as it were. Yeah! Nephilim, not not a cave Nephilim, a Nephilim caveman. Neanderflim? Neanderflim. God. <laughs> okay. Um, man, I'm bad with the order. Roman, second time around. Second time around. Let's jump over to... Yeah, let's, let's jump over to Outcasts. Damn it. Wow. <laughs> And we're going to create. I'm probably taking yours, and I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna make a bandit infamous. 
Okay. All right. We're good. We're good. Okay, only cool, half cool. took my idea. Okay. Good. Uh, because A, that way Zip has another yellow model. And B, we finally Even get one. We're not getting, he's not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have finally a, a mechanical game link between Parker and Zip. Matchmaker. Fe- Wingman. Uh, what was it? Wingman. Yes. Wingman. That's a good one. Yeah, no, that, that's way better than what I was thinking of. Uh, we're just going to go with that. I like that. They're just like dudes on hang gliders with guns. All right. Hey. One, one of them you, is two gremlins. Yes. All right. Uh, so my outcast answer, which I wasn't going to try to go into, because we know what Zip's getting, because he's getting the cool swashbucklers, even though they're brown models. So they I'm going cool, with though. bandit and obliteration time bandits. Ooh, very nice. Time heist. Time heist. Fuck yes. Hell yeah, right? I, I also, you, you talking about infamous makes me want to come up with an infamous mod. God damn it. So, so, so you know, um, Zip really likes his, his, his Vox casting, his radio. And this character I'm thinking of is, it's pretty, pretty out there. We'll say it's an experiment gone wrong from a different faction. You can pick which one. But the only one that's like out there willing to like, shack up with a very out there character besides zip would be the mercenary keyword so this would be an infamous mercenary model and it's actually a hulking brute of a man some might call him not a man but a primate of some kind but also a radio announcer this is gorilla radio (laughs) victoria hates me now or she's super tired it can be both okay two things can be true yeah Two things can be Two true. Can be it is true. your topic, ma'am. Yep. Um, imagine a dead man's ha- dead man's hand master comes back, or a current master goes through a major change. And adapting to their new situation, what is their new keyword and new keyword ability? Lilith comes back and has sworn revenge on her sister, and also Zoraida, basically for putting her in a hole. It was for her own good. <laughs> uh, her keyword is "I lived, bitches." <laughs> um, and I. Th- I think her keyword ability is going to have something to do with the Malifoflora. Hell yeah. Plans I can't remember mom. what it was in 2E, but the um, underbrush markers? Was that it? Uh, something something plants something something. Yeah, she she did like the, the teleport through plants kind of thing. Uh, it wasn't underbrush because that was what Titania got, but it was something along those lines. It's been a minute. Yeah, that's and then you, you expand on that. Her keyword gets all of the current plants, so she gets botanists. Her either henchman or totem is the angry pineapple. Yay. Oh, I got Yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, no, I, I was expanding on what Vic said, because that's a cool idea. Um, mm-hmm. Was that all for you, Vic? Yep. Cool. All right. I think that of the Dead Man's Handmasters, Kalodi comes back, but gets a huge like the the way in which Kalodi comes back changes them they're they're not all about like hey let's turn all the kids into dolls they're actually doing something that interacts with the rest of the story and i think a lot of that's going to depend on what faction they come back in which i don't see being neverborn the way it currently is i really like the idea of you have this four-armed puppet of making this four-armed puppet either Actually, yes, do both. Uh, have him, them play either like piano or, or organ or something 
and also with their other set of hands like conduct and their keyword is big band. They get a, a jazz band essentially to conduct and it'll be, if it's attached to guild, it's, it's some kind of a, a ceremonial band piece. Honestly, you can do the same thing with explorers of, you know, today we, we commemorate this new explorers building, blah, 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 blah. But here's the band and they'll do cool things with scheme markers and, uh, ranged music attacks. For some reason, the Banjanistas are there. Fair enough. Bonists are going to be your, your eight soul stone minion broken as hell. Yeah, we can do with, go with that. Yes. They're, they're bonus. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, no, no. They're, they're, they are the sack butts. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Sack butt. Sack butt. Nate. Yeah. I gotta think about this one. I got like a, a couple half ideas. If you need a little bit more time, I have a shitty answer. Go for it. Let's hear your shitty answer. Okay. We're bringing back Ramos. Yeah. Yay. Spider Grandpa. But obviously, but obviously, like, he understands. Maybe he has enough respect for the, the way the union is now that he knows if he comes back as, like, a participant of the union, he is going to cause so much distress, and that's what the guild wants, and he still hates the guild. So he's not going to come back as an Arcanist. No, he is horny, and he is going to go to the Explorer Society for one character, one character. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll take a new many characters. Oh. Lots and lots and lots of characters. He is attempting to woo Cadmus. All of Cadmus. Uh, and possibly the, overthrow Janus as the, the, uh, the mind behind Nexus the Explorer Society. dating sim we all didn't know we didn't want. Here's Somehow, that is like the one reasoning process in that is worse than what it was in my head whenever you mentioned horny because i assumed based on everything else we ever say here that meant he was going outcasts and yep, was going to hang out with Hamlin, giving rats more legs <laughs> why did you go to hamlin because small multiple minions that he can give more legs because let's face it that's what ramos is into doug said horny and you went to hamlin <laughs> Ramos is, as best we can tell, asexual. What does that have to do with it? Non-standard attraction, etc. I'm like comfy. Like I said, the Nexus thing is the one thing that is, like, more disturbing than what came up in my head. It, okay, so when, you know, he is, like, 37th pass at Nexus fails, he might have, like, a one-night fling with Dr. Beeb. <laughs> With Calypso. Yeah. In Calypso. Dr. Beeb watches. There it is. From the void. Uh, Tara's also watching. Which is the yurt, so that makes perfect sense. And the Soulstone Miner. (laughs) They're all watching from the void. Anyways, I'm going to go back to me now. (laughs) Back to you. Roll back a step. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up with with we're gonna finish out all the dead man's hand pieces nice and nice and clean like right so Morty Mortimer you know he misses his old buddy Nicodem right so we're gonna we're gonna find a way we got this nice chunky soul stone that's got Nicodem's soul his body pudding useless we're not dealing with that that's that's out of hand but rumor has it there's a nice fresh new corpse and we just have to uh, we just have to steal it from. Um, from a guild office, we're gonna get the body of Ryle Hoffman and imbue it with the soul of Nicodem. Speaking and of uncomfortable, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the new age of Nicodem. He has a Gatling gun now. Why would you do that to poor Charles? 
character growth. Uh, oh, I hate it so much. Oh, it's the worst. That is the worst. the worst. So much. It's Oof. literally the worst. I had to make something worse than what Doug said. And then what Roman said following what Doug said. <laughs> fair, fair, okay, yeah. yeah. That's understandable. And bonus points, you not only got all the Dead Man's Hand masters, but also the one henchman. And, and Ryle. Yeah. <laughs> we brought Ryle back into this, even though he didn't deserve it. Despite what so, Anna might think. Okay. If Weird did a side series of Malifaux in a different genre or time period, what would you want to see? What three characters would you love to see an alternate version of in that world? I'm going to go with, as far as the, the timeline and, and, and alternate genre, etc. I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit of Malifaux 1988, because that is a super awesome idea. Uh, and you could honestly take a lot of what we have in Malifaux and cyberpunk it, and it would be freaking dope. Uh, as far as those three characters, starting off, Hoffman. I, I very much see him doing like a, a Doc Ock kind of apparatus for walking around. Uh, that would be wicked cool. I kind of, with that, want to see a, weirdly, a Damien. Like, I, I feel like the puzzle box and the the way he's collecting different types of mages there turns into you. The puzzle box is this like floating computer essentially. Uh, and all the people he's collecting are like different types of shadow run characters of, of different yeah. specialties, essentially. I think Damien's a Decker. Yeah. 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 Something like that. And third, I do. This is actually, yeah, let, let's go. I want to see uh, Lady J because I have a weird sense in my head that in addition, to all the weird cyberpunk things you could do with the coffins. I feel like the death marshals are essentially your replicants and you could have a lot of, of fun toying around with different things there. Ooh, I actually no, I just got an idea and I think it, it treads a different, a different line, but I think you get an interesting look. If you do, if you do Malifaux in like a fallout style, like atomic era punk kind of setting, mm. I'm trying to think what, what characters kind of fit that aesthetic besides what, like Roman said? Um, I mean, you literally didn't change absolutely nothing about Tony. Thomas makes rule. <laughs> yeah, no, Tony, Tony fits very, very well into that. Like, Ooh. So like for one of my characters for this one, Marcus, like mutating creatures and people. Ooh, yeah, radiation. That'd be, that'd be really good. Like real kind of real kind of freaky like body horror kind of stuff would be interesting, and again, really kind of got fallout on the brain for this one. Like Somer as like a super mutant kind of like clan leader of just monster monster mutants out in the badlands. Who else? Who else would fit? Honestly, and a big a big part of of Fallout is like the radio. So I think Nelly, honestly, yeah, I can radio see that propaganda. Uh. With, with like the mid Atlantic accent. Yep. Oh. And like, yeah, no, that that work. I like it. We're up to me. Um, and one that is a non-answer. First off, is um a World War One setting, mm-hmm. which TOS touches, but that's really only one 
or, uh, faction, army, whatever, I'm, I'm, allegiance. Everything else is very non-invoking of that aesthetic. But we have stuff that would be more fitting, like necromancers and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, that might eventually end up in TOS, especially if it gets popular enough to have more stuff of that. But, like... Sometimes people forget how really fucking awful it was in the trenches of World War One, and if you include, you know, nightmare creatures and magic into that, that's some really messed up storytelling. But again, that's it's already kind of done, so it's not really a good answer. What I want, and I don't know if there's really a difference in genre or whatnot, but I want a story of the lead-up to the opening of the first breach of Papes, maybe following one character or a group of characters that's going around trying to find the strongest mages to collect them for this, uh, you know, definitely going to work ritual. But here we can see a young Leviticus, a young Marcus. Depends on how old you make him, because maybe he's been doing this for long enough, he slowed his aging, and then when he got to Malifield, he reversed it. And then, uh, not young at all yet. <laughs> Again. What if she was actually involved in the f- opening of the first bridge? It's possible. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Very possible. Yeah, I like that. Um, that's, uh, that's my two answers, one and a half answers. Victoria, I think you probably have a lot more interesting of an idea than I do. Probably not. Dating sim? N- n- no, actually. Um, oh, okay. Visual novel. We're doing 44? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to say just like urban fantasy, modern day urban fantasy. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, not even necessarily an alternate version, but you know, maybe Molly's just been kicking around for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. I could see that happening. She fighting, she fighting for zombie rights. I mean, she would be, wouldn't she? Absolutely. Still. Gains the MNSU keyword. <laughs> um, I don't really realistically seeing the Vix necessarily having like biological kids, but they've definitely adopted enough students of conflict that there's probably some sort of like a family line there. Let's Ooh. Victoria, we you can kinda hand wave your hand and get away with any sort of magic and Malifaux if you believe hard enough. I think they could actually have biological kids. But hold on. I no, I actually really like what Victoria said. A traditional line of students mm-hmm. of conflict who eventually mm-hmm. do start taking over for the Vix. So we're probably like a hundred years, probably maybe two more generations down the line. But then they are also their their like task to like fully become the next Victoria is to capture a mimic and then imprint upon that mimic and create their their double. It's a tradition. Yep. It's a tradition. It's a coming of age ritual or whatever, you know? Uh, and third one. Seamus, but he's a podcaster. <laughs> Seamus, but he's an alpha male. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> that uh, is... Would you be convicted of human trafficking then? <laughs> yes. Yep, that works. Perfect. Oh, no. I don't I think we're going to get any better than that. Oh, hey, look, my timer's going off. <laughs> First. <laughs> Two rounds? Exactly, technically exactly on time, except for that, you know, like, ten-minute block where I forgot to run the timer. But that's fine. Yeah, you know. We're all fine. It's fine. It's great. That's a good... That was a good session, guys, especially since we weren't planning on doing yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Impromptu Friday Night yeah. Down. 
All right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about before we go? You, want to, you know, you can pitch. You can pitch warfare right now. Oh yes, that is a thing. Uh, the first weekend of November. Uh, what is that weekend? Uh, that is the November. third through the fifth, I believe. Third through the fifth. Uh, come to St. Louis. Uh, come hang out. I'm running Malifaux events for a local convention. We're gonna do the the cupcake match from Adepticon. We're bringing that to St. Louis. Doing a three round tournament on Saturday, and of course, wrapping things up with Bonanza Brawl. Also be tables available for open play and just hanging out with various scoundrelly people. Come to Warfare. It'll be fun. We'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Someone remind me because I'll bring the little guy doing that. Um, anything else? Uh, next episode's going to be very special. We've got a special guest talking about a special thing. Keep that a secret until we actually do it. Hooray. But I've got, don't they have anything else to talk about? It's getting late for folks. I think we can wrap this up. All right. This has been Friday Night Fodown, and the four of uh, five scoundrels have been your entertainers for this evening. You're welcome. We're sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria, for participating. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Roman, for also participating. I'm gonna keep telling jokes till I find the third pun box, Doug. All right. And thank you, Nate, for participating. I've done terrible things. <laughs> Absolutely. In the name of the bio, which is totally reasonable but anyways i've been your big host main host daddy host daddy scoundrels daddy scoundrels and as we always say at the end of these episodes we are sorry we're sorry sorry. middle of the line mild sorry Bye. bye bye